greetings programs. Welcome to Come On. It's, it's still, still good. good. I am your undefeated champ, Regan. And with me, as always, is my brother Ryan. I've got a bad feeling about this. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you, sir? That is not what the fans come for. You give them what they want. <laughs> give it to them. Hello there. <laughs> and we've also got our other brother, Box Office Rob. Hey, hey. Thank you, Rob, for no shenanigans. <laughs> Along with our producer, E, we are CoSG, the only show on the internet where we break down retro movies to see if they still hold up and then put a stamp on them. Before we get to today's feature, grab some pheromone snacks and put on your funny, funny shoes. Funny shoes. In a world where tampering with nature always leads to ruin, one woman will tamper with nature in order to end a pandemic. She will genetically engineer the Judas breed, a literal superbug designed to kill, but born to evolve. Take a tour of the New York subway system. Learn how to shine shoes. Tamper with nature. And cover yourself in Bugman Nards. In Mimic. This one's got funny shoes. Alright guys, so this week we got to watch the 1997 suspense sci-fi horror movie. Yeah. Mimic? So, yeah. You know... Guillermo del Toro's first movie, Mira oh, Savino. First movie. Well, his first like uh, major studio. Yeah. Okay. And this is the first Guillermo del Toro movie I saw. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, same. I don't know the first one I saw. It was not this one. <laughs> because I've never seen this movie before. <laughs> never. Really? Huh? No, I never seen this. I told I, you I did not remember anything about it. Never seen this movie. I can't believe that. it was on the cable box all so the time. Maybe maybe Blade Two was the first one you saw. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, did you watch Hellboy? Oh, Hellboy was after. That was after, yeah. but man, it depends on when you watched them. Right. Yeah, it's probably Blade 2. It's probably the right answer. And this is a movie about a woman making uh, a bug to murder other bugs to stop right. a pandemic. Correct. Which I forgot about the pandemic angle in this, where it was killing children. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we're living through that. And we all have to get our Judas bug shots. So this movie is about a woman stopping the pandemic. And right. then, you know, um, hijinks ensue. <laughs> That's 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 pretty much it. Yeah, pretty much yeah, it, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's it. it in a nutshell. A lot of a lot of um, inner workings of the subway system. I mean, just in case you wanted, in case you wanted to learn about bugs and abandoned yeah. subway station, I think yeah, this is the one for you, right? Like yeah. and, everything looks wet all and, the time. Everything is wet. Actually, you learn a little bit about like a shoe shine, you know, yeah. like um, like the procedures for shoe, you know, like taking the shoes. <laughs> you like the shoe shine stuff? That's what stuck out to you in this movie. Oh, no, I'm just yeah. you know if you're breaking down the the points, there's not a whole lot. I guess you could say pandemic, CDC, subway, you know. But, you know, it's a couple trying to conceive and right. having tr- and having problems. Sure. <laughs> That's a major plot point for this movie for like Why? 20 minutes. Yeah, but but again, we can get into that when we actually go to the yeah. breakdown part. But yeah, you know, you know, yeah. All right, I didn't mean to jump ahead. Yeah. But why was this movie made? I, I think Miramax needed a horror movie to come out. Oh, yeah, and they liked what he did with Kronos and said, hey, let's bring him on board. Did they like? Uh, okay. Apparently, they liked what he did with Kronos, and they had him, they brought him in to do a short film based right. on this, and then they liked it so much, they're like, 
let's make this a feature film. Okay, if they liked him so why were they all over his ass during this movie that well, he's come out and said how miserable he was making this film, and he said he'd I mean, never make another movie with them. They, they wanted their own vision. You know, producers, some producers can be idiots, right? That's that's true. It, it's I just don't know why people would hire like people hire somebody. I like what you do. Come here, do that for me, and then micromanage them to death. Was the short Wait, film that you spoke of released? No, no I mean it was originally going to be Mimic was going to be. There was going to be like a, a three short thing anthology film, like it was going to be three oh. short stories. And so it wasn't like actually shot and then no, I don't believe the studio. So. Okay, I thought well maybe it was just so short that you know two I, people can I look at a short they, and see it a different way. I believe they yeah. had a he he laid out Story the script and they yeah. liked it so much they're like let's do it a full feature or something. Okay. I believe is what I read. Yeah, I, th- I think that, I know it was like a thirty minute short that got turned or that they they expanded and then micromanaged it to death. Um, let's jump into that box office game, because this movie made about $7. Show me the money. Show you the money. Show me the money. Show me the money. You motherfucker. I think you already know how it did. <laughs> I, I don't know. So I, I know it did have two direct-to-video sequels that I have not watched. Back yeah. when direct-to-video was a thing. I feel like it's still a thing, isn't it? Well, it's not really but video anymore. Not, not stream. Direct-to-stream. Direct-to-streaming services, yeah. But... I would I, say direct. I, I was gonna say, do they still make crap quality movies and just dump them out somewhere? <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> of course, like, why are they gonna stop doing that? <laughs> yeah. Right, let's see. So it's 1997. It's Miramax. Budget for this movie is 30 million dollars. Brian, what do you think? Uh, I think it's well. I want to say it's less than that, but I guess there were effects with the bugs and everything. So yeah. I, I tend to think you're probably right, and I'll go. That bug goo is not free, man. Thirty million and one dollar. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> Have you read this before? Reagan, you're no. exactly right. Really? Thirty million? I didn't even get it with the dollar. You gotta be shitting. Uh, oh my god! If you're on the Price is Right, I would be like, in your face! In your face! The Price is Wrong, bitch! Yeah, the bell would ring. Don't you get you get something next? You get the hundred bucks when you come on stage. Yeah, from, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Not give me hundred bucks. Put it right down my shirt. <laughs> but so, as you have said, it did not do great. It was fighting against, uh, I believe, Air Force One in the theaters. I want to say that I read that. Get off the big my plane. Get, yeah. Right. God yeah. damn it, Ryan. That's my quote for the end of this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> you had to tell anybody. You Crystal said it. <laughs> you can't do a double quote. <laughs> I didn't know it was going up against it. I was just <laughs> looking at the movie what you pulled. It, well, it was at the bottom of the, you know, IMDb shows you like other movies. And I was like, like, oh, Air Force One, get off my plane. Yeah, how do you use that? Right. I, yeah, I, I would did. usually just screw that up slightly. So okay, I got it right. You know. Gosh darn it. <laughs> That's not the quote this week now. Okay. Now it's gonna be struggling. But this movie made. Twelve million dollars. I'm gonna say seven million dollars. You both think it, it? I mean, very poorly. Yes. But this movie made domestically twenty-five million dollars. Oh, so it wasn't that much of a failure. I mean, well, and but I find odd that the international box office was three hundred and thirteen dollars. Three hundred. Three hundred and thirteen. So they released it in like one, one theater, theater because they had to. Yeah, apparently it was only obligation. In New Zealand last year. Yeah. On a day, one day. I don't know why that is. Why? That's awesome. <laughs> but apparently, never released internationally before October 15th last year. I have no idea why that is. 
What did, but they don't get video. I bet you it made its money in home video sales, right? Or cable release, whatever that is. Yeah, I mean, it, it probably had to make, you know. Yeah, we don't need to start a GoFundMe for Miramax no. or anything like that. I think they're doing fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, nothing to see there. They're not really doing great anymore, but that's for different reasons. <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty sure. I, don't, didn't they get sold? Them. Aren't they like well, part of Disney now? What are they? Isn't that right? I'm sure they're back, Hellox, but they split off and became the Weinstein Weinstein Company yeah. or whatever, and then you yeah, obviously know where that ended up. Before, and then right. it got worse. Yeah. 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 So I'm sure their their catalog is owned by some major studio now. Yeah, a lot of hits. They be. are part of Viacom CBS. Mm-hmm. Nothing but Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. When Star Trek comes back, I'll be back. You know, stop getting COVID. Keep filming. But we're going to go to a quick little commercial. We'll be back right after this. Coach G will be right back. The only good part is a dead part. All right, let's break down this movie. It opens up on a, you know, your, your basic uh, mini pandy that only affects kids. So, you know, most people are fine. It affects the kids, but they got them tinted in like they're like a TB ward. Like they're worried about infecting others, which I thought was weird because it does, you know, it's adults working and they don't have children running through there. But I guess maybe they can reinfect each other. I mean, it obviously was oh. a bigger it's a bigger visual scene to have those curtains and her be able to pull it back and see the, the girl like, I don't know what you call convulse, not really convulsing. But what, what would you call that motion they were doing then? Whatever you'd call that. You know, I think they did a good job right there telling the, the beginning of. Yeah why she's you know the plan that she comes up with to make this uh judas it was judas right judas bug yeah, yeah. Ju- judas, judas bug. breed and put it out to, to take out the cockroaches that seem to be spreading the the virus i would think there'd be other methods they could try to do to stop the same spread you know in similar ways but cockroaches live through everything right you know this yeah but i mean look around your house right now do you see a cockroach in it i know they're hiding they didn't paint, they didn't paint new york in the most favorable of light and I, you know, I remember this is obviously 97 before mm-hmm. the like kind of Disney revive of yeah, cleanup, you know, of Times Square and everything to make it all commercial and quote unquote family friendly. But they really painted it as kind of a dismal place. Maybe they couldn't get rid of the roaches, but it seemed like if it was only being spread by bugs. That's a pretty easy target to to control. It's not like you know kids are constantly covered in roaches or whatever. But maybe, maybe I missed something. Maybe they are something. in New York. Yeah, I, I Maybe they're playing in those sewers or abandoned train stations all day. Yeah. Well, I think they wanted to. I think they were purposely going for a pretty straightforward line between like the bubonic plague being spread by rats, you know, mm-hmm. like and then not really knowing what they were spread by and this. And they picked something that sort of made more sense in modern times, which would be roaches. Like you said, they're supposedly everywhere and survive everything. So it made sense. It's just if you told people roaches are spreading this, I think they'd take action to avoid it right if they knew roaches were saying i don't think this would be the only option is all i'm saying about the movie i wasn't necessarily opposed to the way they introduced it and whatever i just say it seemed there could be a little bit more there to say why it had to be bugs what they tried everything else yeah they didn't try like raid i mean they tried they they couldn't couldn't they got used to it they got used to it there was too many of them all right i don't i I don't think i don't i didn't get the impression this was their first choice like all right Break out the uh, the doctors, let, you know. Right. Let's go. I mean, they had to have tried. This is yeah. at least their second choice. They tried yeah. the raid, and then like they threw a brick at them, they, and they that got the, a couple. Uh, they put the sticky traps down, but yeah. you know. But they, they say it's an airborne vi- virus or whatever the cockroaches give them. But it's contained in Manhattan, 
They didn't really necessarily say that. But Did they say it was airborne? In the beginning. Yeah. I thought I heard that when uh when she first goes into that the you know, the the kid hall. Right. Which I call it the T V ward, but yeah, I, yeah. But it only infects children. So uh, it has to be contained to the it has to be contained to the mm-hmm. island of Manhattan, but um you know, it's because they just have that one set of bugs that they released to. Um, yeah, and, yeah. And, I, wait, they had said it was only it was contained to the island, right? I mean, as as people who have lived through a pandemic, how did they quarantine that well? That they just kept yeah. their shit together. That's I what think I we've just know. probably watching this through modern eyes and how much we think about um, infectious disease now. <laughs> like <laughs> it's changed the. Yeah, we're like that yeah. can't happen. No way this would no, work. Some some <laughs> one is taking their kid off the island and yeah, spreading it elsewhere. Right. You know, it's like. All right. That's, I just want. That's how I was looking at it, where I was like, I don't believe this. Somebody would have snuck out on a boat. Yeah. yeah. Or driven into Jersey. So they cure everything because these juice bugs, uh, what have a high metabolism and they, yeah. they they put their goo all over everything yeah, and it kills the that, other bugs. They yeah, put yeah, that it, foam. It, it, yeah, yeah, it accelerates the roach's metabolism. The yeah, scrubbing so bubbles go down and yeah, you know, <laughs> people die. Yeah, and then there's just a bunch of dead bugs everywhere. Right. She was a bird. The only good bug is a dead bug. <laughs> Everyone's doing their part. Are you? <laughs> I'm doing my part. Right. So she wins, or you know, the city's grateful. Yep. If Marie Abraham shows up, he doesn't look happy. He just leaves. Yeah, because he knows that she's messing with nature, quote unquote, and he's concerned. So, yeah. So is he supposed to be like the Malcolm from Jurassic Park in this? And it's yes. just chaos and right. Very very he, similar. So yeah, very he's just similar the downer. Point. Not so much the downer. The guy that knows that. Well, she's trying to save lives. It's not like she's trying to get rich or something. I think the saving children. The ends were worth the means. You know, like I'm not questioning her decision. I mean, obviously, I just questioned it a second ago, saying they could have done something else besides doing this. But it did have positive results. It saved a generation of children, like I said. And 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 if you just lose the rock in the end because of it, I mean, that's a good trade-off. I mean, (laughs) I dare you. Dare (laughs) you to realize that. You, you, if they showed us all the deaths that these guys really caused, you, you know, I mean, we don't know how many of the tunnel rats it got, but you had the people in the church, and then the shoe shine guy and the rock. The two kids. Uh, the, oh yeah, the two kids. Did you ever see their bodies? I don't even remember seeing right. them. The no, kids never, do not make it. No, I know, not. but you never do see their bodies, right? Like you never. No, see, you, you don't. Know. But like you no, see the one kid, they get pretty torn up. Yeah, the one kid stabbed and falls down. <laughs> They may have found him after the movie. They didn't show. I mean, the the one dude walks out of the subway no problem after all that. You know, after all that. They're all like, dead, and he jumps in water. I mean, we're jumping way ahead. Oh, I didn't know. Are we breaking this down frame by frame? Sorry, let's go back. You but no, it. like water baptizes you, and he's reborn. Yeah, but I mean, if murders. you look into that scene where he he hits the ground the spike or he hits the spark with the yeah. the metal, yeah. why does right. why does he have time to then you know like he did it all in one motion. I, he knew that one was gonna hit. He's he's slapping the ground in front right. of him. And the he, fire he used to push right. off and push himself <laughs> forward. Yeah, I was like, there's I mean, no it, chance that guy. I mean, I really thought that like, he should have sacrificed. It was yeah. just right. out of here. But they had to have him live so that they could have babies later on. I'm assuming is what they were they were saying because that's the only reason to introduce that whole like trying to get pregnant and having struggling pregnancy. I thought at some no, point she was. I thought they were saying she was already pregnant. Like he he's done. He's done. He's done his job. Kill him. <laughs> Is that what is that was she pregnant? Did I miss something? Oh, uh, yeah. this may have been that, that I think that bit was only returned restored oh, in the director's cut. Oh, real? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm very confused. Yeah, so, so I didn't know that she was actually. So the pregnancy test. 
like three it goes three years later pregnancy test she uh, throws it in the trash and leaves right yeah he stays in the bathroom and happens to look in the trash and it's it's it, there's like a little x on it which this is the second movie in a row that we've had a pregnancy test in the pregnancy testing i saw in the movie was just her like looking at her belly and he's like what are you doing you know like and uh-huh. that, that that was the scene yeah, I saw. Oh, okay yeah there was just a little bit more at the end that was all at I least did, in that scene when he puts her in the tub when she has clothes on and then he gets in yeah i hated it does that I always bother I, you when people get i, I never thought it. about it before don't like it oh so it's not oh. the fir- this is the first time that's bothered first you. time i've noticed it I'll, I'll keep a lookout for further movies when people are like, getting that happens, I, think barely, I wouldn't say all the time, but life is everything wet. Fairly often in movies. I didn't like it. Yeah. I was like, come on, man. I thought you were about to say in real life. And I was like, really? Like, no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh. I'm not going to say it doesn't happen in real life, but I feel right. like that's more of a movie TV yeah, thing. Definitely a, yeah, it's definitely a movie thing for sure. Yeah. I've never gotten to the tub and clothes that I'm aware of. I got too I much mean, stuff to empty out of my pockets. There was probably a night drinking at some point that you ended up in a tub and clothes, and that maybe there wasn't water in no, it. No, but. there was probably no water. And that's that's a totally different scenario. Yeah. Say you said you said never got into a tub. You didn't specify water in all that right. tub. All right, you're you're all right. Yeah, gotta it's gotta keep you honest here. <laughs> that's what you're here for. Yeah. And I was annoyed that the bug was chasing the priest down. In the beginning, so I was like, "That's a terrible way to get food source." I was like, "There's homeless people all over New York." But well, I, was, they, I was, I was glad they, they went had back. pretty much cleared out the. Yeah, subway. they'd cleared out the subway. They're expanding. Yeah. Right. They got all the. But it's been a while since I've seen this. I forgot they ate all the homeless people in that subway. Yeah, they need some food. When when the 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 bucktooth kid and the other kid bring the the, the bag, first, yeah. the, the box, the, the, oh, the, the oh excuse me, the cornflake box. Yeah, the cornflake box. Yeah. And she, she you know she pulls out the big ass Judas bug. And it, it's like stabs her or bites yes. her or something. And then, you know, she <laughs> viciously like stabs it in the stomach. She's like, just pin holding it down. down. Yeah, she's pinning it down. Why didn't she just kill it? Why didn't she leave it to like suffer? Because there might have been some stuff she could have learned from it alive, right? Like, I mean, she's all about life and. Yeah. She loves bugs. Yeah. Why did she want to make this bug suffer? It for her son or whatever. I thought it was a weird character choice. Yeah, well, I was expecting something to happen with that. You know, like, I was like, oh, this is going to have some kind of effect in the bloodstream. She or, was going to become the mimic at the end. Or, you Maybe know, it'll something. Maybe the baby, and some the baby kind will of, become half cockroach. Yeah, something. But nothing came of that that I know of, just other than getting hurt. Like, it was just, you know, and those, whenever those bugs flipped out their claw, it sounded like swords. <laughs> like, why did that sword sound effect? It was like, like, every time, like, it was, you know something dangerous was happening. I, I, yeah. I guess I needed yeah, I know that. that. How else are you going to know their lives are in danger right. if it doesn't make a sword noise for the bug? Well, I'm, I'm expecting to see in its other hands in the back it was sharpening knives for some reason because that's what it sounded like. It didn't like it's getting ready to, to carve her up sound. after it spiked her. You know, it's like shoot, 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 shoot. Like, I didn't understand that sound effect. I was surprised that they killed those two kids in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Normally, kid, like we would just never see those kids again. Right. Yeah. Well, so know, how happy? How happy were you that the kids were? Honestly, not real happy. I was just like, oh my god, I can't believe this is actually happening in a movie. Usually, you don't like kids. <laughs> right, no. movies, so I was they just were, like, oh, they, they were, got rid of them. Reagan's gonna be happy. About it. Yeah. I, they were I, trying I to paint like, them as kids, bad kids from Alphabet City. So I mean, the, 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 they obviously weren't bad kids. No, not at all. They could have gone back to make Alphabet fun. City yeah. and you know lived their lives. I didn't need to see them in the movie anymore. They had done their part. They had taken them to the locker room with the hole in the floor right. that Rock was very mad about that people were going into. Yeah. 
I don't. Yeah, Rock's character was kind of dumb, honestly. Like, he takes his job very seriously. Yeah. It's the last line of defense on New York subways. They don't have like radios either back then. I I, I have a note of where is this fucking radio? Like yeah. he wants to send what's his name back out. You yeah, know, Josh, from Josh yeah, Bull. Yeah, from Thanos and Selfrime. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was trying to think of the the other movie that now I can't think of Sicario. I was trying to think of his character's Uh, name in in that. No Country for Old Men. Yeah, that's. I mean, there's a ton of great ones. Yeah, it's kind of great. His catalog is awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's done all right for himself. Yeah, awesome. But yeah, I I just was like, why would you go down this tunnel without your radio? At least to call in, or at least let let somebody know. I mean, he's not the only guy on the police force, right? So the only one you see, I think he's the only one who works that that tunnel. Yeah, that station is. That's his. okay still, but I, I think he could still have some kind of communication device even in 1997 to uh, contact somebody if he gets injured or lost in a tunnel. I, I was annoyed he didn't have. Also, cell phones are a thing, but they they do say like, oh, there's bad reception down here. Yeah, like, they had way better reception than I would have thought. Right. <laughs> way down as far oh, as especially for 97. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No chance. No chance. I think that was working. Although I mean, they were far down, but they showed. You know, you could look up and see grates and you there were some like there were some frosted glass windows and things, you know, like they, there would have been points they could have, even if they were in dead zones, probably picked up a signal even mm-hmm. with 1997 Bell Atlantic mobile analog it's singular oh. wireless, bro. They didn't have singular back then. It was either Bell Atlantic was or it was uh, MCI. You had MCI or Bell Atlantic yeah. Mobile, man. That was it, too. Then Sprint was just coming out. Sprint was a new boy. Sprint PCS was coming out to try to oh. take some things out. That takes me back. Yeah. I did see that the studio made Guillermo del Toro do a happy ending for this because he was going to oh, have yeah. the husband die. But also, uh, Mira Savino was going to like walk into a room and see like the male... And it was going to turn to her and say, like, no, like um, Caesar style in War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. And it was, but it was also going to look way more w- human. W- way more human. Like almost indistinguishable. Which would have been an awesome ending. I mean, dark yeah. as hell. Yeah. Oh, I would have better. Yeah. I would have preferred it as well if it was just like, nah, or leave or whatever it was going to say. And then they could have done sequels where the cockroaches have taken over. And were there resistance, and there would have been great movies of us just killing bugs, only good bugs to dead bugs, Starship Trooper style. Here we go. <laughs> I was like, we just referenced yeah, that. Yeah, we just talked about it. Like, it happens, all right. Oh, I did learn something for this movie. Apparently, insects don't have lungs. Something I had never thought about before. <laughs> These ones I was, did. I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense. Okay. Right. I learned something for mimics. Thank you. When they were first like these were lungs, I was like, oh, did it like is it like the lungs? Because I think that was shortly after the kids disappeared. I was like, did they find like the kids' lungs? Like I was waiting for it to be. Like, <laughs> oh, that's so far. That's where I was going. That's where my mind went. It wasn't that like these bugs aren't supposed to have lungs. It was like that they had ingested. You know, like it's like the license plate scene when you cut open a shark. Like you, uh-huh. you find like stuff inside them, but that was not the case either. I guess you could have found that like kids' Nick's hat. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, his teeth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That would have been awful. Yeah. Also, they when they find out that these are like uh, evolved versions of her Judas bug, right. they start yelling at her about like messing with things she doesn't understand. She saved a generation of That's children. Like, yeah. Back the fuck up. Right. Yeah. Things, rock, things got a little messed up. What were you doing while your kids were right. sick? Right. What were you doing? That's what I want to know. But I do like Rock in this movie, and I know you know. I just didn't think his character was that great. I, I like Rock. 
like I like the actor. I don't think he did a bad job acting it. I just don't think the character yeah. had much of an arc or yeah, like I thought it was you know first he's just getting a shoe shine, then he's all ticked off at him about like get out of there. Then you know after that he's kind of on their side, kind of not. You know singing, and then all of a sudden he knows a whole lot about subway trains and well, electric. Working there for years yeah, as a as a police officer. Is he hooking up power? He's not, is he actually a police officer? Or is he metro police? I think you've offended a whole bunch of people I, because I, of no, Metro. I, 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 no, no, but you know what I like. Um, that you just think, patrol the. Yes, it's called the like, MTA. They're a real there you police go. That's department. That's the word I was they're looking for. Real right? police department that spread like New Jersey and New York. They're, they're like the Port Authority. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you could have just been doing that for thirty years. That's all I meant. I meant no disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna argue that. So yeah, um, I mean, he must have had an interest in the. The history, right? Yes, but I'm saying to be like, oh, this model train's gonna run. It's been sitting down here forever, and you need to put these two wires together. I found it a little bit unbelievable. I mean, yeah, maybe that he should know exactly where to go and what color the wires are gonna be. Exactly. Yeah, it was a little like just, just so, just in my mind, with without him having a Motorola radio and with that much knowledge of train, I think it just would have been better if they made him like an old subway employee slash mechanic rather than a police officer. I don't think other than giving him a he gun. He can't have a gun then. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing. But the gun was not that effective in it. I guess they just wanted to, you know, maybe they wanted a gun in the movie to show that it wouldn't be effective. But I, I guess that's what they wanted to drive it for. I just thought it would have made more sense to the character, you know, that he was more protective of his station and his old equipment and, you know, like, and it would have an actual working, a reasonable working knowledge. It's, it's, it's minor gripes. I understand yeah. this, but it just, it, something about that character just didn't jive or make a lot of sense to me watching it. Maybe you got a little bit something different because I watched the wrong version and watched the director's cut. Maybe there's more with it. The I don't know. Cut to six minutes. I don't, I think they just had a bunch of the baby stuff apparently. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the six minutes. Right. I was when they're you know they figure out that like oh if we rub their guts on us yeah they'll leave us alone and they're rubbing it because they smell blood really well apparently mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a cockroach thing or if that's just a movie thing I mean they're not actually cockroaches I, I know I forget what they're they're mixed like with. um they were a hybrid of a mantis and a termite I believe yeah but in the sequels they are they they got rid of that and they just made them enhanced cockroaches I thought you never saw the sequel. I read about the sequels <laughs> for this he's a, podcast. He's only he's only read fan fiction. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm a purist. What can I say? I so all, all the uh, rule thirty four. Oh yeah, uh, Judas Priest. You're into that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's all you know, Long John. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Believe me. Yeah, lots of sacks. <laughs> you know, like things going on. <laughs> excretions and sacks yeah. you know it's just it writes itself people i mean yeah I mean, it just, honestly does like but when they're when they're just like you know she's just squeezing juice into his open wound i was yeah, like, I was like rock is a... gonna lose this goddamn leg i forgot he dies eight minutes from now it takes until way later to be like this can't be sanitary right <laughs> no the second that they brought guts over up we're going to rub this in your wound. So if he survives this, the, the flesh-eating bacteria will get him. I mean, that's all that's going to happen. But I did enjoy it when she's just ripping the guts out of one of the soldiers. I enjoyed that, you know, uh, kind of like an autopsy scene. Uh, going back to the first autopsy, when they find one of the the Judases in, I don't know, the sewage plant? I guess that's what that is. Oh, Norman, what's his name? Yeah. Was? Did you recognize him at all? No. Until he talked. I was like, I oh, did. my God, that's, oh, yeah, that's yeah. Norman Reedus? 
Reagan, you told like his film time. debut, right? Yeah, it is. It is. He I looks promise so you, young. You told me he was in this movie. I watched the whole because we told you told me in the reveal. <laughs> uh-huh. I watched the whole movie, got to the end, and I said, "Where the hell was he?" I had to go and look <laughs> up his character, and I was like, "Oh my god, that was him!" I didn't even recognize him. Watched the whole scene, never even like <laughs> no spark of recognition or anything. No. Like he looks so different. Yeah, like, just just because isn't Boonock Saints 1998? Yeah, it's pretty close. So I, I think he goes to Boondock Saints after this. Yeah. And, he, you know, he looks like Daryl there. Yeah, yeah. So two years he becomes Daryl. Right. So I'm going to jump to the end again. Yes. Because the, the husband, I, forget, I know I just watched this movie. I can't remember his name. Who apparently he and uh, Mira Savina hated each other. Yeah, I read They had to be in the same room with each other. Wow. I mean, Northam. Yeah. You know, it might have affected the chemistry. But he's setting off all the, you know, he's opening all these gas mains. Right. He's going to make an explosion. Wouldn't that set off some sort of, like, chain reaction? Mother Nature just pissed her pants through. And murder a bunch of people. Do they do show cars flipping. Yeah, it probably yeah. killed some people. I know he gets to live at the end and have a happy ending, but he did just murder people. I, I just kept thinking... Having watched like one too many MythBusters episodes, right? And it's not gonna explode. It's not gonna explode. Right. Like the, the to get the right air to gas mixture is like right. ridiculous. Take a lot longer. Hard. Right. Yeah. I really hope MythBusters had done this. I want MythBusters to do the end of Mythic. <laughs> or yeah, I mean, they've done several. Ga- they did some gas yeah. explosions. No, I, I don't think it was. I know they did the Jaws one. Yeah, yeah, was, they did that one. I was actually expecting it to be when I first saw him look at it. I didn't realize it was going to be gas. I thought it was going to be steam because there are like really high pressure steams that like will melt or very high pressure. And that would have been it was, cooler. It would have been, but I think he really was obsessed either the director, or whoever, with the lighter. They really wanted that image with the Zippo, and that's not going to do anything for the steam. So you know, like he wanted that Zippo. He could have still had that and have him drop the Zippo and then go to Plan B. And hack open a steam pipe. Yeah. You know, it, but a steam pipe's not taking out that entire hive. I don't know. Go back to, so. you know, 2008 and look around 59th and Lex and you tell me what a steam pipe can do. <laughs> I don't want to look that up. That's that taxi driver that went down good. the hole <laughs> like right around there. Like, you tell me what it was. All right. But could he dive in water after setting off the steam pipe and be okay? It's no. better if he's not okay, no. right? I, the, the, the gas thing, I don't think it would have been okay. No, that was realistic. We know for a fact he's okay. We see him walk up. Although, and I had seen this before, but I did want to see a long john walking up the stairs and get away. Uh-huh. That, that would have made me very happy. And then that could have set up a sequel. Well, I think it's open even without it for a sequel. Yeah. Just on the whole, you know, life will find a way type, you know, Jurassic Park, you know, thing. that They could just say, oh, they're... There's another nest. There's another egg sack. There was, a, you know, like whatever. It doesn't doesn't need it. I mean, it would have been nice, like you said, if they really wanted to set something up. But. Yeah, but like I wanted him to walk right by Mira Savino. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like she doesn't notice, you know, kind of like what like Guillermo wanted to do, yeah, where it looks really human. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have to talk because that might annoy people or whatever. Just just have him walk away or just walk down the street. Or just have him like be playing the kid's spoons, like mimicking his own sound, like walking away. <laughs> That would be cool, right? Like, I, I'm with it. Like, he's just, like, walking down the street he's playing just, the kid's spoons. Yeah, he's That's just a spoon man. He's Chris Cornell. Yeah. I get it. Did you like so, the kid? I'm asking because the kid was, it was, like. I don't know why the kid lived as long as he did. Because he could mimic him. Yeah. Right? He was having okay. talks with him. Mr. Funny but shoot. he could still smell his food. 
It's a bug. Yeah, the, the smell thing got when they started doing the whole scent yeah, thing. I was like, wow. He still smells food. It'll be like, oh, this food is just talking. That's weird. I'm a bug. Was, I'm still going to eat it. I was honestly waiting for the kid to be leading people to him. Like, in the beginning, when they were, like, uh, talking, he was looking. I thought the kid was, like, providing oh, food like for the that. guy. I like that. That's like, dark not, as fuck. Not knowing. Like Oh, but I thought you meant, like, he, he wants to feed him to keep him happy. And keep well, him yeah, but that's what I mean. Fresh. Like, he doesn't really know what he's – he knows what he's doing, but he's not know what he's doing. But he was leading people to um, Mr. Funny Shoes or whatever he called him. You know, like, I thought there was going to be more of something going with that, and then it just didn't happen. But that's that's where my that's where my brain was going. To that. Like, when he's first looking at the window and talking about his shoes and clicking, you know, like, I thought it was going to be, like, they were going to be working together in some way. You know, it just that never happened, though, obviously. I really wanted to see more of their, a little more of their evolution. Like I would love to see them like mimicking like rats when they were closer to that size and cool. dogs and stuff like that. You know, this is up for a TV show. Although I don't know if is the it? pandemic has killed it. Yeah, we talked about it. You talked about it in the, the reveal with uh, <laughs> with uh, Paul W S Anderson. Like, oh yes, I remember now. Okay, yeah. So like maybe maybe they could do something along those lines and have them, you know, mimic a dog, mimic some rats. And eventually get up to a person, you know. And they can, you know, be like the power broker or something at some point. Right. How dare you diminish Sharon Carter's pain? I'm just saying they're going to mimic. If, if, you know? <laughs> she was left for dead by everything she held dear, everything she was raised to uh, believe in. I, I wasn't trying to downplay her. Just a lot of people on the internet think she's been taken over by a squirrel or whatever. So let's just yeah. bring the mimics into the universe and the mimics were taking her. That's a good mimic. Yeah. Because uh, I I do like the the train uh, when they pull in <laughs> platform train platform. <laughs> I could not remember platform. Yeah, it's I, it's it's cool. We're all I friends here. That platform. When she asked the time. Oh yeah. And, you know the and it jumps the out and reveals itself, right? Which you know, 1997. So the effects aren't great. They only no, spent but, 25 million on this movie. I thought it looked pretty good. They're fine. Even, even good. And again, I was watching it on a laptop, which I, I watch a lot of these movies on laptops hey. and streaming services, so I'm not getting the full. It's, big it's not reptile or what's the other <laughs> shitty CGI thing we watch lately. I don't know. Let me just pull up a list of our back catalog. It's pretty much every. No, I'm just. just right, how dare you? <laughs> I mean, if you're at home, you definitely go listen to our back catalog. There are some great films in there. Reagan likes a lot of movies that, you know, have <laughs> bad, outdated effects. I can't help it if some of the movies came out in the 80s. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I'm not necessarily blaming you. I'm just saying it's not an uncommon event when you look at older movies to, to pick apart the effects. It's like it's the Battle for Indoors, that weird, oh. like, bird thing, that wicked fights in the cave. Okay. That sure. looked like shit. You oh, remember. I remember now. Just I like remember now. Two weeks yeah. ago. <laughs> Yeah, when you said the first thing at Battle for Endor, like, I'm thinking of the Crow Lady. That's like, like, oh, I not the Crow Lady earlier too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Battle for Endor is like way before. Yeah, that's like '85. Yeah, yeah. Or it's not gonna be as good. Well, I meant for this podcast. That's something that stuck out. Is like a really terrible effect. Yeah. Okay. I still don't remember what Wicked Father in the cave. Right, is that a cave with Sindel? Sindel? Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously I remember that. But I just, and, like, he, he makes the, the thing that flies. Fuck. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes. When what he's the making, fuck is that for? Hang glider. When he, when he builds the big old hang glider, like, yeah, out of nothing, yeah, that reminds yeah. me of that Chris Elliott scene now, and right? Get a Life where he builds a compound <laughs> boat. Yes, yes, I remember now. It all is coming back to me. Yes, and I there's remember. a terrible-looking monster that, like, grabs Sindel on his claw and he flies away. Right, good. We got it. 
Thank you for reminding me of that again. If you guys like this conversation, you should go back a couple of weeks and listen to Battle for Endor, where we break down the whole movie, not just one scene that Ryan's not going to remember again in two weeks. <laughs> so, does she adopt Spoon Boy? I think that's what they were implying, at least in my version. So she's going to have a baby. They're going to adopt well, Spoon Boy. She doesn't have a baby in my version, which makes a little more sense because she's struggling to have a kid. So yeah, it's right, like, yeah. oh, we'll just she take Spoon Boy, you, you know, like, and, and you know. He'll be our boy is, is kind of the, the gist I was getting from that. It's not real, like, it's not spelled out, but that was the under, underlining understanding of what was going on. Your version muddies it, so I guess they're going to have a baby and a Spoon Boy, right? Like, so. Maybe Spoon Boy has other family out there. I'm trying to remember how his, I know he got eaten by a bug, but I'm trying to remember how his uh, caretaker got it, and it's blanking on me right now. You know, the guy, that, the shoe shiner. How did he die? Balls in, balls out. I feel this. I can't, I'm, yeah, man. Yeah, Manny, yeah. He, How's that? he he went the uh he he did the track thing right, and then he saw Chewie, right? And was trying to get him to come with him, and then a bug came out behind him, and, and oh yeah, even from behind, yeah, right? Yeah. It wasn't much of a death, I guess. That's why I don't remember it because it just was kind of just like they were just okay. We we need this character to kind of die, right? Like yeah, we're, we're, we're like, we're like going, they got to thin the herd a little this, bit. Right. This part. We got to thin the herd. Yeah, yeah. Got to yeah. get these people out of the subway car. Yeah, and, and there's a couple of things. I I don't know how I feel about all that work and talking about the subway car just to have it move for three seconds and then stop moving and be a nothing point. And sometimes I like that kind of thing. This time I was just like, what a waste of time. You know, like, it, it, didn't, it was just one more thing to, you know, and they're just going to crawl out, right? Like, I don't know. Didn't those train cars have radios? I th- yes, I think they did. Radios apparently didn't exist. Right. Something something happened. Wrong with them. When she genetically modified the bugs, somehow it took out all radio signal in the city as well. <laughs> it's a side effect. Don't mess with nature. It just. Uh, all right, but you know, it's a, you're saving the kids, so you gotta, you know, get rid of radio. That cordless phone, so radio signals were working because he answered a cordless phone in his bed that that scene. So yeah. I, I don't know. Well, he also has a cell phone in the in the <laughs> tunnel at one point. Right. You, actually, you might not have seen that. Did you see a scene where the the husband has a cell phone? Or he's he calling her on the Oh, no, because he's trying to tell her. He's that. trying to tell her that she's pregnant on the phone. Yeah, I don't remember any cell phones in this section. I remember cordless phones, but I don't think there was any cell phones. Uh, yeah, he had a cell phone. They just showed so that. What cell happened phone. to that cell phone in your version when they're down the tunnel? He put it in his pocket. And never used... Oh, I guess they wouldn't get signals, what you're saying. Yeah, he they never, were, they didn't even bother trying because he was too low down. I okay. think she... Uh, yeah, they had... I think they went... I want to say they went farther down after that call, so... Maybe, yeah. But I'm, I'm surprised he didn't even try it. You know? All right. Yeah. Well, it wasn't after nine o'clock, you know, and he was going to get shot. <laughs> he, he only had 30 right. minutes right. for $30 and he, he didn't want to pay the 10 cent landline connection fee. That would have been too much. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, it's, been not, there it's, after not, nine. It. it's not worth it. <laughs> right. I thought it was after seven. Didn't you no, get well, after seven, seven came later, but the oh, original, okay. the original Bellman and mobile plan, I had $30, 30 minutes free after nine o'clock and on weekends, 10 cent landline fee for every connection to a non-cell phone. That was, that was the plan. And that it was a, terrible that was a good oh, deal. Yeah, was <laughs> that was a good deal. How the cell phones become a thing. That's how. And, and to be fair, they wouldn't have worked in that tunnel because it barely worked in like the parking lot at Fridays. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I was saying, there's no chance they they go underground. There's right. anything. No. Hey, cell phones working. It wouldn't have worked. Maybe they do in New York. They got great cell phone towers there. I did see someone put out, some like news source 
or news entertainment source put out this is a uh, one of the top six movies that harvey weinstein ruined i can't remember the website right now yeah. i want to go to the website to see the other six you the, the other six when you read it or was it it just listed that this was one of the six i want to say this has to be one of the least ruined because considering that he didn't get to fire Tel Doro or any of that due to tarantino right yeah to tarantino saving him yeah and, and mira servino yeah. yeah. Oh, watching her in this, she's great. Yeah. It just made me want to watch Replacement Killers right after this. I might have to bump that up in the rotation. We'll have to watch some Replacement Killers. Uh, what did you think of Rock's death when, when he's just walking down the tunnel singing? I mean, it was fitting. I guess they did a pretty good job building that up with him just singing. What did he say when he's nervous? I'm ready, ready for the big ride, baby. Yeah, nervous. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, I, I guess I liked it as much as I said that I didn't really. I thought his character was a little disjointed. I think that was a, that was a good. Ending. I think I just really like the actor. No, so I, I like. I'll forgive a lot. Yeah, again, it it wasn't a terrible character. It was acted. It just something was off about. It. Like I said, it seemed like they wanted. It was almost like they blended two characters together. If you want me to describe it a little better, they had like a role for the subway mechanic and a role for the cop, and they're yeah. like. Oof, we don't have the budget anymore for two people. Just kind of merge his lines together and make him one, make one him person work. is what it what it felt like to me. It just didn't. It's something. Something was just. Awful. It would have been better if there was a mechanic or you know, so, someone who knew the subway system. Right. And then a cop. Yeah. Like yeah, it, it would have been easy to write that in that way, but. Uh, yeah, it's a whole other person you got to pay. So I get why they didn't. Right. And it'd be another person you had to kill off somehow, and you know, probably doing the the spe- effects for the bugs are expensive. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Oh. Jump, since we're almost finished here, when she's she's dealing with the mail and she cuts her hand to get it to chase her down, mm-hmm. and she's running headlong into a train. Yeah. Does she know that little dip's there? Or is she just guessing? She must know. Oh, I feel, I feel like she's she assuming there's something on the side she, at any point. It didn't look like that contained a tunnel. I was hoping that she would just bounce off the wall, that all <laughs> fuck, and also get hit, and that'd be okay. It'd be much funnier. Don't you think that also those bugs living in those tunnels and being around like would would understand the the, the clear and present danger that the the yes, train be playing? like their predator yeah. right they would know to to avoid that those lights or those sound I, you know I also was yeah now that you mentioned that I thought it was a little weird that that bug would just get plastered by it after he you smelled know, that blood he smelled that sweet sweet blood yeah, yeah. he's a feeding frenzy mm-hmm. right well I mean. It's got to be hard to smell that blood when you're that close to the platform because it's just going to smell like piss. I haven't lived in New York, so I don't know. The... Uh, yeah. That's what it smells like. It's quite pungent. It's a formidable scent. It stings the nostrils. Why don't they use the public bathrooms that are in every New York subway station? Because it's just easier to go to the edge of the platform and piss onto the rats down below. What are you talking about? That sounds awful. <laughs> Not really that bad. <laughs> Sounds like fucking Bad Max. What do you, what do you, what do you call the rats in this movie? Black Horde. There were any rats in this oh, movie. they did have a name. For, he had a little something name. Puppy. No, it was a, no it was tur- a... No, bunnies. Uh, something bunnies? Hot for um, yeah, Something bunnies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, what? And he's like, the rats. What was it? God damn it. Someone look that up. I'm trying. I did enjoy, like, when he would be out, but the rats are gone. And then they, they went to the where all the homeless people were living. And he's like, they've cleared out of here a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. They didn't clear out nothing. What happened to the ones that when the the boys walk past them and talk to them on the way down to find the original sack, the original sack that we see? Yeah. They pass a bunch of those, what they call mole people or whatever they call them. I forget they what don't the go term. down that far anymore. Yeah. 
So that was a cleared out point. That was a higher encampment that the bugs just hadn't gotten to yet. Yeah, I'm assuming. Track yeah. bunnies. Track bunnies. Track bunnies, yes. Which sounds more like a, la- or a lot lizard or something mm-hmm. like that, doesn't it sound Badge like? Badge bunny. Yeah. Lady of the evening, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never, maybe there are ladies of the evening for the metro in New York. I don't know. Everybody's got to make a living. So, Ray, you remember I said that this was originally an anthology of short stories as planned? Yeah. Yeah. The other two stories, one was called Alien Love Triangle, mm-hmm. and that that was remained a short film, but it's never been oh, released. Okay. The oh. other one was Imposter. Is that with the that, kid? That, that was a full uh, turned into a big a full movie. No, uh, the kid. This was Gary Sinise. Imposter. Uh, oh no, I'm thinking of um, Doppelganger. I think has Angelina Jolie and Michael Weston himself in it. I know what you're talking about. I think. I think I know. Changeling. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Change. No, no, yeah, this is a different movie. This is with uh, Gary Sinise, Madeline Snow, Stowe, I'm sorry, Madeline Stowe, and Vincent D'Onofrio. You ever seen it? No? They reused a bunch of the Starship Troopers armor for their police force. Oh, um, sounds awesome. <laughs> I love it with it. I can't There's a TV show. Oh, Firefly. Yeah, 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 yeah. They used, used a bunch too, of Starship right? Trooper stuff. Yeah. So, I, you know, I like it when they dig that stuff out of the closet, whatever network owns it at the time. Like, look, we got a bunch of Starship Trooper stuff. Right, I've only seen Imposter Tro- once, but we might, we might want to throw that in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> you want to ask me about Starship Troopers? Yeah, how many direct DVD Starship Troopers are there? Uh, I own, I think, 10 or 11 of them. <laughs> I'm going to say three. I think there are three. <laughs> Off the top of my head, I can think of three. I was just guessing. I don't know. To Paul from Star Trek Enterprise is the main character of like the third one. Yeah. And of course she's not a Vulcan in that. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> she might have been, you don't know. Like I'm trying to vamp while I write down imposter so I don't is forget it, it. Alright. Are they like the Fast and the Furious? Is it like Starship Trippers or something? Or the third no, one <laughs> One of the I think that's a animated film where it's a Starship Troopers something something Rico's Roughnecks. Yeah. Which, you know, obviously. Right. It's kind of on the nose. Obviously. Right. Yeah. I haven't seen any of the direct-to-DVD, VOD, I, Starship Troopers movies. I mean, you're going to now, I guess. I mean, yes, it's Starship Troopers 3, Marauder. And then Starship Troopers 2, Hero of the Federation. There must be some more brain bugs. Well, of course there are. That's afraid. I think we got this movie pretty good. I think so. Did we miss anything? <sighs> We didn't talk about poor Josh Brolin. No, yeah. Almost getting away. Almost trying to jump up in the with the sewing machine. In the sweatshop? His character really wasn't much in this one either. Was there things that were added in for him? Because he didn't really have a lot other than jarring up some poop. Yeah, that, and he jarring up big, some poop and then jarring up something else. I can't remember. Yeah. It just didn't and seem like, talked about like his dad who wanted him to be a dentist. We didn't really talk about, again, we talked about Spoon Boy. We didn't talk about like his figurines he was making i guess his yeah. mimicking the mimic you know like uh mm-hmm. little beer can cutouts from uh you gotta say life is a flat circle yeah, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> is a flat maybe he grows up to, grows up to be rusted coal <laughs> <laughs> i really hope that he comes back for another season of true Actually, detective the first flashback scenes you know, like in true detective were 1997 so maybe oh. that's <laughs> connection. maybe we're missing something here these universes collide. <laughs> I'm down with it. <laughs> now I just want someone to mash it up at the end of True Detective. Instead of it being flat, it's just Mr. Funny Shoes. <laughs> and that's what he's been doing the whole time. 
Do they ever, speaking of the Mr. Funny Shoes thing, do they ever, like, focus in on... On his feet? Never. Because I was always waiting to see what he thought were the funny shoes. And I'm, I'm assuming it was just the claws or whatever, but yeah. they never... You think of all that talk of funny shoes... Which the sound, feet. I thought. Was what? I thought it was just the sound. The shoes make... The, so the shoes make the click, is what you're saying? No, well, I don't know if it's shoes make the click, but I thought he could tell just by the sound that people's shoes were making on the floor that... Oh, I must but, have missed well, no, that. When he sees the dead priest... He yeah. says the shoes Oxford size eight. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, like, does he? Like he, okay. he breaks it down just yeah, by looking at him for a second. Oh, uh, okay, okay. He's like a, a shoe, yeah. you know, yeah. kind uh, of savant. Yeah. yeah, savant. Thank you. That's where it's yeah. For one. some reason, I thought he, he was gets, just uh, getting shoes. that off the sound. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize when no. he meets, you know, her. He like her shoes are like nine west something 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 something. Right. Yeah. I was really just expecting at least some scene where the, you, you saw the mimics. Feet looked like it was like Jordan's shoes. Some, something just just for all that funny shoe talk. And I and I get the kids' world is shoes or whatever, but it just I was waiting for it. That's why I just wanted yeah. to make sure you didn't have another thirty second clip in your version that showed again like the Jordans on the bottom, like you said. Or you know, I, like, I would have loved it if it was like the classic Air Jordans, the red and white ones. What are those? I don't, I don't even think on the. The platform when the, the with the big reveal that they show his feet at all, you're more focused on the face sliding right. apart. The face looking off, are in the, awesome. the trench coat jacket looking structure yeah, of his body. Yeah, do I do love that idea. I think that's really cool. No, what's cool? I liked how they kind of in the beginning. So, so some ways the movie felt a little bit like, and, and maybe it was because of the fighting and everything that the beginning felt like you know like they weren't going to show this creature kind of at all, all in the shadows. Yeah. I almost yeah. wish they had incorporated more of the trench coat hat look in the beginning. You know, like it just seemed like there was like we're not showing you anything, then we're gonna show you this. It didn't it didn't flow as well as I, I thought it could, you cool. know. Like Brian, you have just hit on the crux of what the problem was with this movie is the Weinsteins wanted to show monsters all the time. Guillermo yeah. del Toro wanted to slow burn this for like 75% of the movie of not showing yeah. the monster. But did they shoot it different ways? Because it just seems like it was, I, I don't know, it just doesn't. Well, yeah, he had two guys over his shoulder screaming at him, yeah. telling him how to shoot something. Right. And saying they were going to fire him every five minutes. Yeah. You know, so you just shoot it and you're just trying to get done. Which would you prefer if you Slow could... play it. Slow, slow play. play like nothing but i would almost like just like wing sounds and clicking for a while and then seeing like what would look like a guy in the shadows somewhere else right. that you weren't even the, sure the, that they were the same thing the coat, right the trench like, coat spy look from right. a distance so, and you'd be you like who even, is that guy right right who's so watching more, her all the time more punch so of a reveal later on yeah. right like, so that platform like, scene would really mean something when his face was apart because you would just think it's someone following her right like a, a private eye you don't know what all of a sudden, his face splits apart, and he's a fucking insect. You'd lose yeah. your mind. You guys, you're, you're on the same page with me there. That's yeah. what I was thinking, too, because I almost wanted it to be two different thoughts in the beginning. Like, again, you think the one's a person, and the, the insect, you don't really see it all. It's just clicking and noises and shadows, right? Like, but, Right. You know, maybe it's another evil scientist that took her invention and, yeah. you know, folded it in on itself. Right. Or, you know, pushed it forward. You don't know who's the guy in the coat. Yeah, it could be the guy from Homeland. I mean, you know, like in the shadows, right? Oh, yeah. That would have been a great reveal. Right. I was like, who's the guy from Homeland? And I was like, oh, wait, after you for him, isn't this Dar- movie? Dar- Joe Mozart! Yeah, yeah, yeah Dara yeah. Dahl. Dara Dahl. 
Like they should have killed Darn all like eighteen times in that show. Well, they had to reinvent his character every season, and yeah. make it like he's a good guy. He's a bad guy. He's a good guy. Oh no, he's still a bad guy. Oh no, he's a good guy. Oh no, he's a bad guy. That's, that's the only Fuck way you. Oh, man. Yeah. oh, he's been it's all over again. Oh god damn. <laughs> so why are you friends with him? That was the the quick uh, recap of the entire run of Homeland. <laughs> so now you don't have to go and watch it. I mean, watch season one. Incredible. And yeah. just. Go about your day. You're good. Yeah, so I need a little bit of Carrie being crazy and some funky jazz music. And then I think you got they it got all. that in season one. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> they got her being manic. Right. We're not here to talk about that. But I think we got it. I think so. We're going to take a quick little commercial break. We'll be back right after this. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! Hey, guys, you know what time it is. Time for pop quiz, hotshot. What do you do? What do you do? All right, all right. Welcome, E. It's gonna quiz us. Hopefully, as a group, we don't <laughs> we don't do well separately. Right. Not so exactly we'll... a quiz. Not your typical pop quiz, hotshot. I thought we'd take it back to some of our original uh, old school content, and we okay. are just going to do a little little free form chat. I'm gonna give you some some questions, some monsters, and you're gonna tell me who you guys think would win we're calling uh-huh. this coisg mimic versus monster this is inspired by monster squad and godzilla versus kong we've got a monster movie here we just did with a giant bug and i was looking around and i dug up something this book i got because of monster squad because i was at that point in time i told you i really started to get into the old monsters i can show you here if you can see this is the encyclopedia of monsters uh published in 1989 on the cover there is a Wolfman, a Gilman, a mummy. Frank, please. A D- Frank Gilman, yeah. uh, a Dracula <laughs> man, and a Frankenstein man. There's a robot man in the background, too. But uh, this has the Monster Squad on the cover, essentially. So what I've done is I've picked out a bunch of monsters. This is almost loosely in alphabetical order, actually. A lot of them from this book. We're going to imagine that the Mimic is going up against one of these monsters. And uh, assume that the Mimic has had enough time to evolve to be about the same size. So for the monsters that I mentioned that are bigger than the mimic that was in the movie, just give the mimic a few more years to evolve and then assume okay. it's the same size. And then okay. we're just going to throw them in a matchup and then you guys tell me what you think. And I'll uh, include like a blurb about the movie or the monster. Maybe it'll help jog your memory. So let's hit our game show music and get started. One quick question. Yeah. When the mimic is evolving, like say he's fighting Frankenstein, would he evolve to look like a Frankenstein? Uh, he could. It was mostly I'm talking about just size, the size not difference. Appearance. Yeah, because some of these are way bigger. Like I, I was just looking for big monster of of like okay. a big bug or a big whatever, and this is the list I came up with. This is what I was able to find. All right. So first up, the spiders from Arachnophobia, starring Jeff Daniels, hmm. directed by Frank Marshall, who did one of Ryan's favorite movies that contain a plane crash alive. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of. I mean, Arachnophobia <laughs> is a fine movie. I hate yeah, spiders yeah. so much. Yeah. That honestly, the spider in this movie gives me nightmares to this day. In Arachnophobia? Yeah. Really? Don't like it. In fact, I've seen when I, in a while, I don't remember them being that scary of spiders. There's the just a lot of them. Ass spider. No, yeah, the main the, spider. The Goliath bird eater is yeah, the main one. The bird eater. Yeah. Which I've seen in real life, and it was terrifying. The one I but, saw was smaller in real life than that one. Oh, it, it's smaller than what it is. Thank God. You'd have no 
you don't think the mimic the the Judas? Uh, well, is... that would terrify the shit yeah. out of me as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be cool. I wouldn't be like, hey, right. Judas, what up, brother? Right. Just love, you know, dap it up or anything. No. But if you if you again if you had to root from the fight, who's whose corner are you standing? I'm never rooting for a spider in anything. Really? Never. Like the, mimic, never, the mimic can fly. I don't like flying things. I feel like I've got advantage when they stay on the ground. What about when the cicadas come? You don't like the cicadas? No, the cicadas are, in essence, I don't really want them flying in my face. But if they evolve to become But if I, if I was in a room Judas. trapped with a giant spider, and I know this is getting a little off our game here, but if it's like a giant spider and a Thanks. giant wasp, I'm taking the spider all day long because that thing's on the ground. Same thing with this, this argument. Either Same argument here, I gotta say. Oh. Mimic, mimic bug, the Judas bug flies around, it's got the spikes, you know, the, the switchblade that shoots out of his hand. <laughs> you know, it, the spider's just, you know, the spider. I'm going... Oh, are we talking against you? Or are we talking, we're talking mimic versus spiders, right? Mimic versus spiders. Yeah, okay. Yeah, mimic, I, mean, I feel well, like... I'm, thinking I'm the assuming the, the mimic's gonna take him out, but, I mean, we don't know how effective the spider venom's gonna be on the mimic. I don't think he's gonna get a chance to use it. The mimic would pretend There's to be no, are we, I'm assuming we're talking arachnophobia. We're not talking just the big guy. We got all the babies too, right? Yeah. So you think it'd be overwhelmed? Well, and then again, if you throw all the babies in, are you saying it's a whole hive of mimics? And you got all yeah, there's right. the whole yeah. hive of mimics. And then just one mimic's gonna put out his like his soap bubbles up the end after he dies, and all the, the yeah. spiders are gonna start dying anyway. So true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd say the mimics got too many advantages for that. Yeah. The mimic would just pretend to be prey. The main spider would come over to try to eat it, and then it's just switchblade to the face. Spider's mm. dead. Easy. Thank right. God. Sounds like this one Thank goes God. to Mimics this one goes to Mister Funny Shoes. Save us, Mister Funny. All right, next up, we're going from the spider to the fly from like Jeff uh, David Cronenberg, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, the fly. So, uh, that size, I guess, okay. Brundle fly at that point in in yeah. any part of the transformation versus a mimic. That's not the part where he's putting the shotgun on his head, like begging for death. Not that fly. Maybe right before then. Right before. Yeah, a, little more, a little more potent. <laughs> when he's like, yeah, when he's more fly and less door. I remember the imagery of the fly. I don't remember too well the fly's capabilities or the power is not the quite, quite, quite the right. I want to say or he's pretty he strong. Super he could jump strength, around right? a lot. Thank yeah, you. he was very strong. He could liquefy food. And he could, could he jump around? Oh, I do remember that. I need to watch. Was, was he able to climb the walls and now. stuff? I can't remember. He was. Like, yeah, he was. That's why. Like, that, that, super strength, that. sticking the walls, uh, jumping around, and he had basically acid spit at that point. I think the, the fly would have the advantage in this particular case. I'm just. Well, yeah. He also has Jeff Goldblum's like a human brain, so he's smarter. Right. Yeah. And those looks. Oh, I mean, we're not. That's <laughs> obvious. I don't know. I feel like the mimic obvious. still takes him out. I don't know. Really. I mean, you're saying because of the acid? What are you saying? Just for his uh, agility? I think he's, what? Because he's strong and he's got, you know, strong, like man. the ability to go up the wall. He can spit on him. Um, you know. For safe, Robbie spit. I, I was, was thinking, thinking the same, same thing, <laughs> but it's so that's so inside between just you and me that yeah, no one knows what it's just. The <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, who else? Robbie spit on him. <laughs> go look up for Marshall Alomar for the Baltimore Orioles, and you'll you'll understand a little bit of it. A little bit, but it's like we were only people within range of that game while we were sitting there to hear those exact <laughs> lines. Right, it's got like a movie. Years later, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't. He spit on him um, allegedly. Right. In every play that game, he was, he was safe. Robin spit on him. 
That's exactly where I was going. Oh, Orioles magic, baby. Yeah. Oh, boy. But I, I just think that the super strength of a Q, and, and again, they're going to be the same size. And I guess I just, and, I, and I'll be honest, I don't remember the fly well. I remember the fly, but like, would he be able to be stabbed with the super strength with a few knives and like be able to brush it off? Or is he going to go down? I wouldn't like it, but I think like with it. the spit, like he has super strength. Yeah. He was slashing people up with, you know, just his upper torso, you know. Well, that like was just, are we talking about a soldier? Or are we talking about the, I thought we were talking about the male mimic. Yeah, the mistress. Oh, I was assuming we were talking about one of the, the soldiers. Oh, okay. I mean, I could be wrong. I, 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 I think. The, the, the rank and file here, yeah. I would yeah. say. Not the, not the male. Oh, man. It's it's two to one. Right. Cold, cold blue. Yeah. <laughs> you could say something charming, confuse Mimic for a second, and then spit on him. Find them, uh, find them an apartment at apartments.com, the best place even to find a place. On the <laughs> even if he spits and starts throwing acid on him, he's getting cut to shreds. You're underestimating this acid power. He's not going to get close enough. <laughs> spit that. Yeah. I think if you get acid spit in the face, you're like, kind of like I, drop I, acid on things. He wasn't. I, I, I've been real honest. I barely remember what the fuck was. <laughs> well, don't worry. I added a, it to the list. You have a vastly <laughs> different bag. <laughs> no, I do. I I got it right that he had super. I did not remember the, the spit. I remember like super strength and you know like being able to I climb walls. That's all. Like, like spitting on food, like, right? Dropped it out. Yeah. Dude, it wasn't like projectile or anything as well, far as I remember. maybe he learns how to do it. So how did he, he just capture people in his in his uh, legs or arms to, to eat them? Wait, do flies capture people? Uh, is this something we need to worry about? The, 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 what we've learned here is I need to rewatch the I was fly. like, you clearly need to rewatch the movie. He's not like a... He doesn't go around just killing people that I remember. Okay. Yeah, he, he did it to somebody like Point Blank who he oh. was fighting with and he spit on his hand then his hand melted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but he but wasn't it, stalking people, going around murdering people or anything. I mean, I like this version of The Fly we're working on. <laughs> Hollywood, give us a call. Yeah. We got some weird shit to we do. We will spit fly. awesome. Right. It could be a lot of spit. All right. So, so I'll be right into it. We're saying, a little split, but it sounds like this one. You guys like are saying one's... Fly and I'm saying Mimic. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. yeah so this, right. one's, this one's two to one. Co is right. Jeff. <laughs> As in real life, uh, Jeff Goldblum wins. I, I'm not allowed contractually to go against Jeff Goldblum in anything. <laughs> contractually. <laughs> Okay, next up, we are going from to a some another giant monster. This one's a real giant monster, so we're going to have to give the Mimic several years to evolve and get this size, which would really be terrifying. So we're going to go Mimic versus Godzilla. Yeah. Godzilla wins. I mean, I mean, it's a giant, it's a giant Mimic or a giant or, Judas. Yeah, giant Judas. It would be terrifying. Like, can you imagine the switchblade size? It would take yeah, out the city. See this fight though, but I feel like can't Godzilla spit like fire? Hot fire. Hot fire. I rhyme when I spit. You rip and you rhyme. You rhyme when you rip. Right. This is that dialogue. <laughs> uh, the, the greatest rapper. <laughs> <laughs> the three greatest rappers alive. Yeah. Godzilla, Godzilla, <laughs> Godzilla. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, yes, so, I mean, he, he, does have, he does have the atomic fire, but at the same yeah. time, in this most recent movie, I don't know if we've seen it, all of us have seen it yet. I haven't. He does I fight. Think it just left tonight as we're does, recording. I'm <laughs> not short. <laughs> he fights Kong, and Kong doesn't have either atomic fire or switchblade arms, and it's still a decent fight. So, you know. Say that they're somewhat evenly matched. You Kong know, has miles and miles of heart. Right? What movie is that from? 
I don't. Uh, You've seen that movie, Miles and Miles of Heart. Oh, I thought the Kong part was actually no. part of it. I don't. I don't know the Miles and Miles of Heart. I'm a, I'm a football coach. It was it's Rudy? a football movie. Is it no, Rudy? Not Rudy? That's a. I, the, that's Rudy is Rock from Mimic saying, "You're a hundred and nothing, and you're a five foot nothing." Okay. But the Miles and Miles and Heart, of course, the Keanu Reeves classic, The oh, Replacements. Okay. Don't, don't worry. Coach Jimmy McGinley. How could I forget? And we're gonna have to watch it soon. Mm. <laughs> anyway, Godzilla wins this fight. Okay. It's something I would love to watch on television. It sounds great. Yeah, I'll watch that fight. But yeah, just I don't bog it down with people talking. Like, just show monsters fighting for an hour and a half. It'd be like fair enough. Godzilla versus Mothra, right? Like, <laughs> mm. yeah. Which is a good time. Yeah. Does Mothra have the switchblade? It could. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like, you know, Godzilla's got some experience, so I think he's yeah. taking him out. You know. Didn't he fight Mothra in the first the remake, the one with Brian Cranston? Who's Godzilla fighting that one? Gamera. He does not fight Gamera. <laughs> Fights a I new mean, monster. Gamera. Oh, it's a new monster. I thought Ma- Mothra shows up in the next one. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But Gamera oh. is really neat. Gamera is full of turtle meat. That's <laughs> true. Thank you, Mystery Science Theater 3000. <laughs> All right, so we're giving it to Godzilla. Yeah, Zilla yeah, wins. Next up, from MIB, a fellow bug, the giant Edgar the Roach in the giant roach form. Does he have, like, the, the weapons and stuff? I mean, or is it just him he fighting? Have weapons, no, like, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones had weapons. Didn't he get a hold of a weapon at some point in that movie? Or making that stuff I mean, up when he's wearing the Edgar suit, he has a shotgun at one point. But I think he just drops and asks for water. We're talking when he it's pulls out. He's out of the suit. We're talking that. Yeah, yeah he's he's no longer Vincent D'Onofrio. And right. okay, so even if he does in his alien roach form have access to weapons, the mimic is able to mimic his appendages and would have access to the same weapons. Right. So I mean, like they both have them, or neither of them have them. So because I've thing. actually thought about the rules to this Mortal Kombat tournament. You're welcome. Mortal Kombat doesn't have rules to their own. I mean, they, <laughs> they have rules. They just play real fast and lose with them. And you can ignore them at any right. time you want to. It's great. Right. You don't even it's have like, to, like, actually do anything. Like, you, can, you can fight in advance of everything. Like, like yeah. it's really just courteous to the fans to get most of these preliminaries out of the way. But if you like that little tidbit of the Mortal Kombat <laughs> breakdown, stay tuned because right. that was like two weeks ago by the time this comes <laughs> yes. out. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> Check out our back catalog. Check out our back catalog where we talk about the new Mortal Kombat movie. Right. So professional. I'm, Who's winning this fight? Wait, we're mimics saying not only is he the same size, but we're saying he 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 mimics him pretty completely. Is that what we're yeah. saying? If, it, if it's a weapon, he's going to mimic the weapon and have it. I feel like, all things being equal, the Edgar creature has higher intelligence. So yes, maybe the, he, yeah, does. he does. He does. Yeah. But he does have switchblade arms. Yeah. Like Razor Fist. I recall Edgar in Roach form having sharp enough claws. Didn't he hit that dumpster hard enough, that metal dumpster hard enough to puncture a hole in it? And then, like, uh, a bunch of roaches come crawling yeah. out? Yeah. I to say yes. that. Yeah. I mean, that's not switchblade yeah, arms. Yeah, super strength. Those are like crowbar hands, but that's like pretty close. I just think the Mimic looks cooler than the Edgar Cockroach, so I'm going to go Mimic, because he looks cooler. I mean, I think it's just close, but I'd give the edge to the yeah. Edgar bug. I think the Edgar have more desire to win. Mm, two to one. 
We're going to give this one to Edgar the Roach. Give me sugar and water. Who was a bug mimicking a man. Now we're going to go, our final monster is itself a mimic. So we're going to go with the thing. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I was not thinking about going there. That's going to have to be a bonus scene. They don't win. They don't win. Nobody wins. Yeah. Oh, what happens if the mimic ends up getting captured and having to be part of it and yeah, is part of the, the chain? Yeah, I think oh. the middle is the worst place oh. to be. The thorax. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, the human centipede. No one's winning. No. And the mimic's just gonna stab, stabby stab the other and side. Kill the other two. Yeah. What's he care? That's true. Yeah. You can't put a mimic there. You can't trust him. Yeah. Everyone knows that. I guess you could rip his arms off. <laughs> He would probably have to, or at least take the switchblades out of his arm. Yeah. All right, so for our finale, going up against the Mimic is something that can mimic anything from John Carpenter's The Thing. The Thing. So I don't know if The Thing at this point has copied a Mimic, and it's Mimic versus Mimic, or if it's going to be that final stage weird form where it's a little bit of everything. You know, you guys take your pick. I'd like if it copied a Mimic. Right. But then I think it would just be a stalemate. No, but how? it wouldn't be a stalemate because... Even if it copied a mimic, like oh, that thing is a, down to its blood is like alive and can still create something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how is it, the mimic taking that out? Well, I was thinking that it would become the mimic. The mimic would be like, oh, you're one of my people. Oh, we're not fighting. We're cool. Right. And then it's switchblade in the neck from the thing. Yeah, or the mimic it. is onto him, and and it sits a bunch of them down, tied to chairs. And uses a switchblade uh, to give people blood tests to figure yeah. out which one. I is would a... like this scene a lot, where it's, it's a bunch of mimics trying to do a test. <laughs> and They're like wearing white lab coats. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, it's got to be official. It's yeah, not yeah. official if you're not it's wearing. Got like a, lab a clipboard, coat. it's tapping with its like little switchblade claws. Uh-huh. Yeah. What, if, what if the mimic secretion affects the thing and speeds up its metabolism real fast? Yeah, I mean that maybe. I mean, it didn't affect the humans at all, but you know, maybe it would affect the thing. Maybe it would later on. I would say the thing would win, because I, you could just rub guts on yourself and trick the mimic. So if you look yeah. like the mimic, I feel like probably just, just trick the it. fact that the thing has a lot of advantages, just being alive at the like cellular level, it can reproduce. Yeah, yeah it can always reproduce. Alright, well, it sounds like the thing wins this one. And it seems like the common theme is kind of like what happened in the movie, that, you know, I mean, they've got the numbers and the brute force, but overall, in the end, yeah, yeah, intelligence wins out. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Or just being charming like Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> or that. Yeah. And at all costs, avoid human or mimic centipedes of, of all kinds. It, always. Always. <laughs> always. All right, well, thanks, guys. Thanks for playing. That was uh, Coe's G, Mimic v. Monster. We did it. All right, guys. It's time for the easiest part of the podcast. Is this a Coe's G or a Coe's B? I remember being a fan of this movie when it came out in 97, watching it on cable. It was a fun, good, just quick, nothing little movie. You just watched it. It was fun. It was a fucking cockroach. I mean, even though it's not technically a cockroach, they become cockroaches later, la, la, la. It was just a bug that looked like people and killed other people. It was cool. Rewatching it, I loved it. I was into the movie. I wish it was a little more of a slow burn. I did get to watch the director's cut, so it had six additional minutes of apparent apparently just pregnancy stuff i was hoping to see more monster stuff maybe i did who knows this was a very easy decision it wasn't even close of course this movie's still good koji all the way rob what did you think of this movie um 
I mean, I'm along the same lines. I feel like uh, I remember this being good when I watched it back in the day. Hadn't even thought about it probably in 20 years at least. I had a good time watching it. Um, you know, the effects were still good. It's a good story. Um, yeah, I agree. If it would maybe have been a little closer, if he had a little more freedom to do what he wanted, I think it could have been even better. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely, yeah, liked it. Liked, I, I'd say I like most of the people in it. I didn't, I, I didn't care for the, the main guy. But whatever. <laughs> I really don't know him from anything else but this. I was trying to see if I recognize him from something. Nope. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I, like, oh. yeah I, I didn't really recognize him from much else. I mean, I'm maybe sure he's done other stuff, but I didn't care for him. And then maybe I didn't really care for the the whole dynamic between him and um and what's his name Leonard. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Rob. I mean, maybe I didn't really care for that. But you know, it was a enjoyable watch. You know, yeah, Coach G for sure. Right. Hmm. This is so simple. Like it's so easy. What yeah. did you think of Mimic? Since apparently you didn't watch it when everybody else in the world did. Yeah, all like the twelve million thousand. Or so, yeah, the three hundred twelve dollars whatever <laughs> they made in Lithuania or wherever. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely either I completely erased it from my memory, like you know, Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind or something, or I've never seen this movie yet because nothing was familiar. I give it a big. Eh. I mean, it was <laughs> what. This is not the come on and stuff. <laughs> we don't do that show here. I mean, I enjoyed it. It's still, I still think it, it, it you know, I, I kind of laid out where I think it, it got a little, I don't know, clunky is the right word or little, it just didn't flow as well as I wanted to. But overall, I enjoyed watching it. I think it had a, it, it had a good theme or idea going. It just didn't land as hard as I wanted it to. But I would say it, it's, it's good. It's, C plus, come on. I mean, it's come on. It's good. What? Don't give me that face. I just gave you the stamp. I mean, what do you want from me? Just the way you're just like this movie's obviously good, and I can't believe I you're enjoyed it. I enjoyed C plus in it and shit. I'm just I, okay. I, I was I'll left, take it. I'll take it. We passed. Yeah, take the we good. I just say I was left wanting a little more, and I think if you were honest with yourself, you'd say the same thing. I do want a little more, but I get why I didn't get it because of studio interference. Yeah, I think if Guillermo got to make the movie he wanted to make, this would be a cult classic. Probably. And it would have been a success. I don't disagree with you. But, you know, 50 years from now, he'll remake this movie. He'll be like 120. <laughs> Look, I've got two of them. Truth time, I'm six beers deep. All right. <laughs> don't judge me, people at home. <laughs> but there you have it. Of course, this movie is. Come on, it's still good. Roll credits, the good guys win. Sequels, Sequels are, made. are made. Make sure to stay until after the credits for a bonus scene and check out the show notes for links, trailers, and clips about Mimic. Rob, where can the people find us? They can find us at coisgpod.com. That's C-O-I-S-G-P-O-D.com. And, of course, there's links to our Twitter, our Instagram, and we can always be found on Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher. If you have any movies you're dying for us to rewatch, drop us a line. I want to thank my brothers, Rob and Ryan, and our producer, E. Special thanks to our social media team and all of our supporters. Thank you for listening, liking, subscribing, and reviewing. You guys are the best. If you enjoyed the show, be a good guy and leave us a review. It really helps the show. And if you want to be a great guy, recommend us to a friend or an enemy. For the good guys, this is your undefeated champ, Reagan. And as we always say on the G, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. Not the mortgage. Not the store, not my team and all their bullshit. For those 10 seconds or less, I'm free.
boat. Get off my boat. Pfizer, uppercut.